And we're live. Welcome to Don't Be Coy. I'm your host, Uncle Lou. And today I have the honor, pleasure, and the utmost appreciation to have with me today, Mr. Will Fuller. Will, thank you for being on the show. How are you doing this morning? Of course. Thanks for inviting me. I'm doing great today. Just working through uh, a move right now in my uh, same apartment, just moving into a different unit um, and just really enjoying the day off um, right now. So everything's going good so far. How was your previous week or any takeaways from it? I know you were probably uh, setting up for the move and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I actually didn't know I was moving until Friday. Um, And so that just kind of happened, just kind of worked out that I moved into a different unit at a better rate and, you know, just a better floor plan. But this past week was a pretty good week. I just started a new job, a new role um, at a medical device company. So it was really good um, for the most part, just really kind of getting acclimated and just kind of the first day, first week, newbie stuff. <laughs> so uh, right now I, I'm in a pretty good transition phase. Uh, so I would say last week went great. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. So uh, if you don't mind for the people at home, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So uh, who I am, um, I, I am Will Fuller. I'm 26 years old, but not the average 26-year-old. I am the CEO and owner of Will's Wordsmithing Company. So this is a career coaching and professional development company. Um, It's backed by the word wordsmith, which is a skilled user of words. So I have a strong background in writing and editing. Um, Even when I was younger, I used to always watch CNN and jot down the vocabulary words that the anchors were saying. Uh, My goal was initially to be a news anchor and reporter, which turned into going into marketing communications, which then turned into going into talent acquisition. And so uh, I am still in talent acquisition as well. So I, um, by day, I am a senior manager of recruitment for a medical device company called PathTech. Uh, They're going through a rebrand right now, so more to come on that. But this is just my first week at the organization. Uh, But back to Will's wordsmithing, um, I am, you know, I've had about 600 plus clients to date. Um, In just the span of a couple of years, uh, it just kind of fell on my lap as well. Um, I was once just known for being professional in my professional business fraternity, which is called Alpha Kappa Psi. It's the oldest and largest professional business fraternity. And so I just kind of developed this reputation for being strong at writing and really good at at resume writing and editing. And so that turned into my friends, you know, picking up and becoming my clients and then through word of mouth. And so um, I don't even market by business. Um, I really have a huge influx of clients um, that really come from word of mouth, honestly, and really I would say the thing that really sets me apart is having this marketing background and this writing background. I really use and, and, and employ this philosophy to position um, people as CEOs and not interns, essentially by really making sure I'm telling a story. So marketing and using each opportunity to market the clients, whether that's from their resume bullet points, their LinkedIn profiles, 
but then also infusing creativity as well. So my resume designs, LinkedIn designs, even custom banner images, being able to infuse all of that expertise really sets me apart um, with Will's wordsmithing. And then also from a a day-to-day corporate recruitment perspective, um, I'm essentially the head of talent for the organization. So leading um, all talent acquisition efforts from beginning to end and being able to really revamp and optimize and streamline the organization as they go through a rebrand and consolidation. And so that's a little bit about me. Uh, And I would say in my free time, When I'm not busy, I really do enjoy cooking, um, home decor. I love trying new things, experiences like candle making, um, skydiving, ATV riding, just different fun experiences. Um, That's something I like to do a lot in my free time. And then also I'm on a fitness journey as well. So I do have a personal trainer and I've been just, you know, on a fitness journey for about five years. So that's really, I would say, more about me. Yeah. No, no. Thank you. Um, so much for for sharing all of that. I like how you highlighted the different like aspects of your life, especially, and I I really appreciate that because for this season of Don't Be Coy, um, for season two, we're focusing in on um, moments of transformation. So like thinking about uh, and reflecting back on like um, the past, present, and like future, and like what kind of made those those moments kind of special. And like how we were intentional and present during those moments um, and like the lessons learned from there so that we can apply apply them towards our like future transformations. And so um, um, be asking you like a series of questions and uh, we'll go from there Um, for the first question. What's your favorite song to start your day to or your theme song? So I don't necessarily have any favorite songs or theme songs. Um, I typically like a lot of R&B, a lot of hip hop, a lot of rap music, um, all different types. Ironically, I don't even have a favorite um, artist either. Um, I may like certain songs in general, um, but I would say like it kind of fluctuates. Like it's, it's kind of what is currently in right now or like something I'm I'm really into right now so like i'll probably play the same song maybe for a span of a month and then get tired of it and start playing more songs and you know so it definitely fluctuates based on like new songs i hear or just new songs that are out there yeah no that that makes a lot of sense and i i guess like to peel on that a little bit like i'm curious like when are the moments where you find yourself like more so actively listening to music than like passively listening to it? Yeah, I would say definitely fitness. So I do have a personal trainer. Um, Some days I do go to work out by myself um, at my own gym. And definitely I need, have to have my AirPods, have to have my music just to keep me going, uh, keep me motivated. Um, And then also even at, at, with my personal trainer, like, Although I have a personal trainer that's instructing me, the workouts can be a little intense. So something that helps motivate me is listening to music, upbeat music, maybe like rap music, hip hop music that really just kind of gets me going and kind of motivates me. And then also, too, like I definitely enjoy listening to music when I'm cleaning or like whether that's washing dishes, cooking. I do enjoy cooking um, as well. So I typically listen to music to focus 
on things that don't necessarily require much, I would say brain power. I typically won't listen to music if I'm like, like as I'm like writing a resume or something, but maybe if I'm formatting one, like where it doesn't really require for me to put much, you know, brain effort or thought into it. Um, I would say those are times where I typically listen to music and then also in the car too. So like if I just want to kind of be in the car, I maybe be driving a long time or, you know, I'm just kind of in a good mood. I'll listen to some music. Um, and I think it, a lot of the music that I do listen to stems from like being out, being social with my friends and just like hearing different music that may be played at a brunch spot or at a lounge. Um, and so I typically like may hear a song and then it's like, I really like the song I'll download it and then kind of just play it quite a few times. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. What's curious to me is like, you've built this world around you where, you know, you've kept yourself busy, but like, what I'm curious is what was that, that moment for you, if you will, where you, you realize that, um, that you really and truthfully was like a, a busy person. Yeah. I think it's just how I was like when I was in high school, for example, like being involved in academics, but then like, you know, being the student government president or being involved in the journalism staff, applying to scholarships. Like I've always kind of had a lot of different things going on. Mm -hmm. So it's not new to me. I, this is actually a little bit less stressful as, you know, maybe college, for example, like for example, I was getting my master's at Georgetown full time while also working full time while also doing my resume business as well. So this is a little bit lighter because I, I'm taking away me actually immersing myself in academia um, and getting my master's degree. I'm no longer doing that. So to me, I'm having a little bit more balance now. Um, and for me, I think that true success is balancing things out. And it's all about being smart where you can, uh, especially when you're super busy. So some things you may do in a car, take some calls in the car, like call some family members while you're in the car on the way to the grocery store or, you know, just kind of kill two birds in one stone or, you know, listening to music while you're doing a routine. Um, just different things that can kind of help you get, get you going and kind of get you multitasking and uh, doing what you need to do. But also, at the same time, you're maximizing your time. I guess what's interesting to me is like, you know, as you mentioned beforehand, like you have all these different things and kind of like managing your time to to get all of these priorities accomplished, whether it's like just checking in on people while you're in the car, all of these different kind of uh, like aspects, if you will. Like, how do you you kind of manage the the transitions between the two? Yeah, um, I would say for me, I think balance is important. I think that's what true success is about. And I wouldn't say I always had that aspect of going to brunch or lounges or going out and really enjoying myself um, until, you know, I really like I would say like recently in the past two to three years. Um, really just under really just understanding like that it's important to have a social aspect to also, you know, feed into my business, but then also to do well at work. And I think balance is key. So it's like setting boundaries, you know, being able to, you know, say no and and also like 
really making sure you're carving out time to rest and recuperate and then also balancing things out for what makes sense. So for me, um, a lot of times I am I get up really early. So I may get up really early, work on, you know, resumes and client work and then go to, you know, do work, uh, my regular nine to five job. And then after that, I may go to the gym. And then after that, I'm done. Uh, or I like set boundaries, for example, like, you know, I only do client calls uh, for my business on the weekends. Um, or I could swap it and only do during the week. So I think it's just key to set boundaries and also to really carve out things. Like, I think people sometimes think success is just doing great at work and or doing great with their business but success is really someone who can balance things out so being able to have time for family and friends being able to enjoy yourself and your life is key and then also to like being doing well at work showing up and being present at work and then also in your for me in my business as well um i would say like that is really the only thing I would say. And I would say the only time that, that things kind of get difficult as far as transitioning is like, you know, obviously for me, like I have a Instagram following um, where a lot of my, a lot of people who actually contribute to my business or clients are people who I may already know um, or people who may know of me. Um, and so a lot of people, because it's from word of mouth, like they may see me having fun or they may see me at brunch or, you know, and they may say, whoa, like, you know, I'm working on, aren't you working on my, you know, resume or something like that? But it's key to like <laughs> set boundaries as well. Like be clear about you know, what your timelines are, what the, the turnaround times are. And then also to like being able to carve out like that balance as well. Um, I would say that was the only like only thing that that's challenging uh, from like a social media standpoint. But um, definitely, I would say like it's definitely key to like kind of make sure you're balancing things out. I think that as as we get older, right, like this concept around like boundaries and stuff, it becomes more and more important. Um, especially as like we become more um, complex individuals and like have various different like um, roles or priorities that we have in our life. And so like what may have began as kind of if you were to look at life as kind of like a map, right? Um, we have like our, our set boundaries of like our personal time, our family time, maybe work time, whatever we kind of decide that those things be. Like how have you navigated that space to establish those boundaries so that you know though you are a professional individual you still have to to fulfill your personal cup yeah and i would say that it's just being clear like you know i've never i'm not perfect um and there's definitely been growth from that um i would say just really being clear so like i'm very clear in my confirmation email like hey like i do have tons of clients like on you know I work, work with me. I'm going to work with you. Like if there's anything, you know, pressing, like, you know, let definitely nudge me. Don't be afraid to nudge me. Uh, but really just establishing like that so they can understand like, Hey, I, I am pretty busy. Um, you know, have tons of different clients that I'm working with at, at the same time. But as far as like my response, I just believe that at work, whether it's your nine to five or 
with clients, like it's really key to treat people fairly with kindness. And so, you know, my response would be something with some type of kindness, like, hey, like I can get it to you in 24 hours um, or, hey, I'll send it on that date. Um, And so really just being as kind as possible. Um, And then say, for example, there is a situation where like, okay, like there may be a client that is, you know, wants a certain turnaround time that I can't meet, then there's other services that I could provide. For example, like, hey, like you only paid for a resume, I can add a LinkedIn makeover for you as well. Like, you know, different things to make sure that like, for me, I'm me, I'm protecting my own boundaries and my own space and not overworking myself. Yeah. But then also too, like I'm still having these relationships with clients. And then two, there's some clients that may sign up and don't send me their resume for three, four months. Like I'm completely fine with that. Like it, whenever you want to work on your, you know, resume, I give people the energy that I want them to give to me. Mm. So that's really how I have been operating so far. Yeah. No. So there may be a scenario where somebody may take two, three months to get something to me. Like for me, I'm not going to be upset about those things. Like, you know, it's because I give, I want flexibility. So I give flexibility to clients. Mm. What we call in like operations is like fire. So like unintended things that may come by that has to take a priority for that, that kind of throws you off your game. And like, um, how you get back to getting into your routine so that um, the progress that you've made thus far, it, it doesn't like fall off the deep end or like veer off a little bit. That definitely does happen, you know, where things pop up and you may have to deviate. Um, I think for me, I tell myself like, hey, like, you know, this particular thing may have happened in this area of my life. Um, I'm going to have to stop and focus on that thing right now. And then I'm going to have to play catch up. So it's all about like a balance type thing, like kind of like a scale. So on Monday and Tuesday, I may be going through a fire at work. So that may mean on Thursday and Friday, I may not, well, Monday and Tuesday, I may not do any client work for my business, but Thursday and Friday, I'm spending that time to do that. Um, and I'm taking a little bit less from my work day. Um, and so I think it's like really just, you know, saying like and recognizing like, okay, I need to play catch up. And so although I focus on this particular thing that I would this fire that I was putting out on these days, that means I'm going to have to shift and focus on something else more and, and put that to the back burner a little bit on the, those other particular days. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I guess I guess what I'm curious about is like when those kind of like fires come up um, more often than than not. And like, let's say, for example, you know, as you mentioned, like you've been on this fitness journey for about five years now and like, you know, you go through a rut. Yeah, I would say definitely it's important to give yourself grace Um, for me. Like, for example, recently I fractured my knee. And so I wasn't able to work out for about two to three weeks. Um, of course I improvised and wasn't working out with my trainer. I was working out at home sometimes and doing some different types of workouts, but I think you just have to have your end goal in mind. So for me, I'm, I'm eager to get back into the gym because I have this, you know, these body goals or I have a certain way I want to look or, you know, and so for me, I have that goal. 
And so I get back to it, you know, once <laughs> things fall by the wayside, for example, yeah. or I have to deviate to something. Um, and then also to like, f- even for work, for example, like if I have this career goal that I want this promotion, for example, um, I'm going to have to focus on that right now for that particular time frame and spend a little bit more time on that because I know that that's what my goal is right now. And then once I get that promotion, then I maybe can go back to my regular schedule. So I think it's just really when you think about your end goal with each of those different areas of your life and what goal you want. Um, but then also to giving yourself grace because you're not always going to be the best at work plus the best in other ways and other areas as well. I'm curious, like this goal that you have for uh, for your life, right? Like, is this something that became more clearer or like developed in clarity um, as you've navigated these various different transitions? Or has it always been very clear what the goal is? I think my goals have always changed and, and pivoted. And, you know, for me, like, at one point I wanted to be a news anchor and then I wanted, I went into PR and communications and then I went into talent acquisition. Um, and then career coaching, for example, with my, my business, that just kind of ha- fell on my lap and just kind of happened naturally. I never, you know, thought I was going to be like a business owner, like that, or entrepreneur, like that was never really a goal of mine. It just kind of happened that way. Mm-hmm. And so I think because I, I went and was so hyper-focused on my career, even in college. Like, I didn't have as much fun as most people did. I think now it's, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's less challenging to manage the life that I have now with the business and work um, and fitness because, you know, I had been doing so, so, so much and probably even more than I'm doing now. So now it it's a little, I'm actually reaping the benefits of that and I'm able to have more of a balance and um, keep things a little bit under control to a point where I don't feel like I'm always overwhelmed. Sometimes I do feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as like being constantly stressed about work and, and also managing my business at the same time and fitness, I wouldn't say I'm as stressed because I did the prep work and, and, and have even had a more strenuous schedule than I do have now. Yeah. With the goals that you've had, right. And the goals that you have now and the accomplishments that you've made, like, how do you, um, I guess you could say, push yourself, um, towards what that, that next year is going to look like for that next goal without, um, while also, I guess you could say managing the, the uncomfortableness that always comes with growth? Uh, I would say my when I first started the fitness journey, I wanted to look a certain way. I didn't have any goals as far as like how long or like um, I was going to work out or anything, but it's going great. Like I lost tons of weight. I really define my shape, um, but I still have goals that I want to achieve. And so that's one of the reasons why I shifted. So I think sometimes you have to shift things. So like my fitness journey has been consistent, but I've shifted how I work out. So I first started working out doing fitness classes. So things that will like, you know, of course, like someone who doesn't really go to the gym or isn't motivated to go to the gym. I started going to fun, you know, hip hop fitness classes in Atlanta when I was living there 
um, even had a friend that came as well and met friends through there. And so that was a great way to start my fitness journey. And then I pivoted to once I got more consistent and built up my, you know, endurance and became more fit, I then shifted to doing regular workout classes, then to working out by myself and being motivated to work out by myself. And then now I'm to a point where I've gotten to the weight that I want to be. I just want to define and and really get to more of that advanced level. Then I swap to go into a personal trainer. And so the fitness journey has been consistent, but it's just been different ways and different things that I've done in order to continue that goal. And so I think it's just all about being smart and thinking about shifting things versus quitting things, um, I would say. Mm. No, totally, totally, completely agree, man. Um, I really appreciate the the time that you've taken out um, just to talk with me today and all that kind of stuff. Um, Typically, what I do on every episode is um, I go through various different um, um, lightning questions, if you will, and um, we'll go through those and I'll let you get back to the rest of your day. How does that sound? Oh, yeah, that sounds great. All right. Do you prefer texting, talking, or video chats? Talking. Nice. Um, what or who inspires you and why? I think that my, I would say what inspires me is adversity. Um, adversity it's, it inspires me because I had adversity from my childhood and I knew that I had a goal, right? So I had this goal to be successful, to live the life that I want to live and to get away from adversity from my childhood. And so I've always been goal oriented. And and so I would say that the adversity sparked that. Yeah, no, totally understand that. And then lastly, on a scale to one to 10, one being the lowest and 10 being the highest, how good are you at keeping secrets? I would say five. <laughs> it depends. Um, I am not good at. I, I'm. I like to vent. I like to talk. So it could be if it's not a secret that someone. If someone tells me like this is a secret, don't tell anyone. Then I won't say something. But if they don't say that, I may say something. But I think it's all about just knowing who, what, when, and how. Like having good, strong situational awareness. So yeah. You know, one best friend may tell me one secret, but another one may not even know that best friend or something like I, I may could tell that person that like versus like telling someone who that person knows as as far as that's their secret. So I would say I'm a good five. Like <laughs> I have a lot of situational awareness when it comes to secrets. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, well, I really appreciate once again your time. Um, really appreciate just the conversation that we've had. Um Yes, I definitely agree. You know, life isn't perfect. You aren't going to be ever be great at everything. And so I think it's just understanding that and understanding what matters, when it matters and, and how it matters and what time it should matter. And then to really just, you know, giving yourself grace and, and also being goal oriented. So being realistic about those goals will help you give yourself grace. Um, and then it, it could alleviate any anxiety that comes with goal setting. Very true. Well, I I really appreciate this and I I hope you have a a great rest of your day. Awesome. Well, I hope same for you and it was really great joining. All right. Sounds good.
this has been another episode of Don't Be Coy with Uncle Lou. As always, I'd like to thank this episode's guest for a great conversation, as well as thank you, the listener, for joining in. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular, I always appreciate your support. If you like today's episode and ever want to listen to more, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And to join our community and access future bonus content, be sure to visit dbkpodcast.com.